Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound is episode 373. A Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Wait a second, it's not 372? It's not, because 371 <laughs> doesn't happen twice. It wasn't Groundhog Day. It wasn't. Yeah. Boy, I threw myself off with that one. Yeah, you sure did. Well, so, like, what happened is I basically, when I get the board, I kind of write down all our topics, and then I erase, like, the last number. Yeah. And, you know, if it's a one, I turn it into a two. Of course. That's unless how, it's... how numbers work. Exactly. Unless yeah. it's... Once we get to 380, I will erase the last two numbers. Yes. But that three will be up there for a while. For a while. And uh, yeah, and so I didn't write the the two, and I thought, oh, it's three seventy one. I forgot to write that down because yeah. that's what I erased. That's what was in my mind. And yes, yeah, it was all kinds of jacked up, man. All kinds of jacked up. It happens. It happens when you're sleep deprived. But yep. but we are we are rolling. We are in the correct numbers now. It's episode three seventy three, dude. We got a pretty damn full board this week. Yeah, which is good because I felt like last week we just bullshitted the entire time. You know, there wasn't much to talk about. Was there not? I don't remember. I mean, it just. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it seemed like a short episode, and I don't remember us talking about too much. I felt like we did talk about a lot. Well, we actually had a lot on there, but... Oh, know, we, we got more today. That's we got more sure. today, uh, including wrestling talk. We got a lot of movie talk, man. Look at all that crap up there. We got some toy talk. We're going to uh, discuss Spring Skirmish a little bit, which is coming at you this weekend. Yes, so by the time this drops, it'll have already aired. So if you haven't watched it, you sure as hell better. And, of course, we have... Uh, Officially started our new tournament, Marvel versus DC. Yes. Which is very appropriate with DC making like a late in the game comeback on the movie world, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you're all excited about that. I am, yeah. You're a DC guy, though. I am, just because I know the characters. I mean, I like Marvel, too. That's not a knock on Marvel. It's just I, I've always been a you know DC guy. He's always been a DC guy from, from the beginning. Uh, I didn't even write this up there, but we just actually just watched the, uh, suicide, the new Suicide Squad trailer. Yes. You know what's funny is when that came out, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I walked out of that movie. I liked it. I didn't hate it. I didn't. I wouldn't say that I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen." But it wasn't bad. I just think people are too picky. You know, that's what I think because it's not like how can it's it's an it's an entertaining movie. It might not be great. It might not be good, but it's entertaining. 
I think it depends on what you're looking for in a movie. And I remember thinking this. This is kind of when my eyes were opened, is when I heard people dogging Venom. Because mm-hmm. Venom's not Marvel Studios, right? right. It's, it's Sony. Yeah. And I watched it, and I'm like, well, this is kind of what I thought it would be. Yes. Like, this is... This yes, is pretty good. It's got comedy. Mm-hmm. It's got some cool action. It's got great effects. Yeah, it's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what I'm looking for in a Venom film. Yeah, I'm not thinking that it's going to be like a Martin Scorsese directed epic. I mean, exactly. I mean, it's not. It's these movies aren't meant to be the greatest films ever made. Right. It's a comic book movie. Right. It should be like you said. It should be fun. Yes, and and I thought Suicide Squad was fun. I mean, same same way that I thought like all the Batman movies that recently came out, or the Batman Superman and the original Justice League. Even the original Justice League, I thought was a fun movie. You know what's weird is we're we're gonna dive into the Snyder Cut here in a little bit, but I actually never finished the Justice League movie. I mean, that I, it wasn't I, bad. Now that I think about it, I'm sure the Snyder Cut was a lot better. Though, oh right? yeah. Oh miles ahead of that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that movie I think was plagued with what happened with Zack Snyder's daughter, and mm-hmm. and how he had started filming it, but then they someone else finished it, and they used different. Yeah, just yeah. it's a plagued project. Sure, at Absolutely. that point, yeah. and so you know, a lot of people are saying like, if Zack Snyder had the ability to do this like he thought, mm-hmm. this would have been a lot better. And oh, yeah. I kind of tend to agree now. Yeah, I definitely agree. And so I feel like uh, DC has kind of had this weird thing where they're having a hard time finding their footing. Yes. But it's not, these movies aren't bad. Wonder Woman was great. Mm-hmm. Aquaman was great. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen Wonder Woman 84, so I can't say on that one. I i haven't watched it either. I've heard that it's like, it's okay. Yeah. And like, I, I haven't seen, um, I saw Shazam. That was good. I liked Shazam a lot. Yeah. Um, what was, the, there was another one that came out. I haven't seen Birds of Prey. I liked that one a lot but too. I, but yeah. again, I heard it was good. I liked that so one a it's lot. Like, but again, I think it's because it's not, they're, Sometimes the epicness doesn't follow like the Marvel Phase One, Marvel Phase Two, right? And and I think people need to like not think of DC as that, right? It's let them do standalone films. I mean, let each one of these movies have their own particular universe, and if they can somehow get them all to the same point at some point, then fine. But right, yeah, like stop comparing it to the you know Marvel Cinematic Universe because it is not that at all. Yeah, but let it be its own thing. And, you know, kind of a little... There's some pretty dark elements. Yeah, Justice League, this... I mean, you got Batman dropping an F-bomb. Justice League, yeah, there were a few F-bombs in that movie. Justice yeah. Justice League was a pretty dark film. I mean, most of the Batman films are since the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. But, like, it was a pretty dark film. For sure. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. So we'll dive into that here in a little bit. Before we do that, we got a little bit of wrestling talk. So uh, what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, uh, Big Underscore Bane, some big news here. Eric Bischoff and Kane have, and actually the great Kali now. I didn't even write him down, but he was also announced as part of uh, being a part of the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame. The great Kali? Yeah, the great Kali. That's interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I know you're a big great Kali fan. I mean, I'm very indifferent about that guy. (laughs) Um, 
Not notwithstanding. I think I'm glad Kane is going in. Absolutely, yes. I'm glad Eric Bischoff. I think yes. he deserves to go in. Yes. Molly Holly. I mean, I guess this year they're doing the 2020 and the 2021 Hall of Fame. And also Batista announced he's going to be in Australia filming. And so he can't be a part of this. So they're going to wait until he can be a part of the Hall of Fame where he can adequately accept his award. Okay. Which I'm like, hey, that's good, fine. Good for them. Yeah. You know? Great golly, though. Good God. That are. They're not running out of people just yet, are they? Apparently, the another big rumor name is uh, Rob Van Dam for this year. Totally fine with that. Tommy Dreamer is another one that should. Yeah, but yeah, Greg Kali. It's yeah. got to be. It's got to be a politically motivated move, right? Right, because he's Indian or whatever. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I'm just assuming. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, granted, I guess you could say like, well, he was a world champion, but he was only around for a couple of years, wasn't he? If that, he was around longer than you think. He just didn't. He never really did much. So he debuted in like 2006. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I remember him from The Longest Yard, right? Yeah, yeah of This course. big giant guy and he beats up The Undertaker. You're like, okay. But then he has that match with The Undertaker and you're like, ah, this guy can't barely walk to the ring. Right. And yeah, he was always kind of like a fixture for every Royal Rumble because he's a monstrous human being. But yeah, he's never really done too much. You know what just popped in my head? Um, what if this is a slap in the face to Christian? <laughs> You know what? It could be. I wouldn't put it past WWE, but I mean, good Lord. I I just, Christian can't get in the Hall of Fame, but gosh dang, let's get Great Khali up in there. Strange things have happened. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't at all think that that's not possible. Yeah, especially now. I mean, good grief. Yeah. yeah apparently he's going to have his first match on Dynamite in, uh, like next week. Next week, yeah. I saw the promo. It's going to be him and... Um, Kazarian, right? Kazarian, yeah. That'll be good. That'll be a really good match, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, this kind of tells a story that he's probably going to be wrestling more than just like pay per views. Like, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm awesome. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, Kazarian did a good job of kind of getting me invested in that match. And Kazarian's a hell of an underrated talent. He really is. And, you know, he said something at the end of that promo. Um, he's like, You busy Monday nights? No, obviously you're not. And, and then he <laughs> said, uh, He said, Watch my match on Monday night. And he's like, Seven years is a long time to be out of the ring. <laughs> and then just walked away. I was like, oof. Yeah. I was like, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, speaking of AEW, uh, what about that freaking lights out unsanctioned match between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, man? Yeah. I, of course, didn't watch it. Um, I was I was busy that night. But, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. The internet was a buzzing about that match. Thumbtacks, blood. It was a, it was a brutal match. Yeah. I did watch her promo, though, from uh, this week. I've heard. And, yeah, she kind of like, she kind of called out Mick Foley. She did. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Britt Baker's one of those people where maybe you don't think she's the talent that she actually is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you think, oh, she's a pretty girl, right? Well, she can wrestle pretty decently, but like you don't. And she's a dentist full time, so this is just a hobby for. Yeah, you don't really think like, oh wow, she's no, she's legit. Yeah, and so I kind of like I'm kind of like man. Damn, Jeremy, let's get this girl an action figure. Right. What are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, I mean, get her an action figure. I mean, she obviously this is probably a start to a big push for her. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I I'm anxious to see where it goes. I mean, Britt Baker's. I mean, she is. She's one of the most attractive women on that roster. But she can go. I mean, she mm-hmm. her and Thunder Rosa proved it last week. And I've always been a huge Thunder Rosa fan. Right. So I I mean, from what I heard, it was an amazing match. And you know, I've, I've only seen a couple of clips, but yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. I'm uh, I'm excited to see the future. I mean, I think that's what's cool about AEW is you can bring in all these names, but yet your homegrown people still kill it. Yeah. From time to time, you're like, wow. 
Yeah. Okay, Britt Baker's still here. You know, yep. like, did we forget about her? Like, let's not do that because she's killing it right now. Yes, I think that's awesome. Uh, another interesting news: Andrade uh, or Andrade, excuse me, um, asked for his release. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Yes, and we thought, ah, yeah, they're not letting this guy go, and yep. now he has gotten it out of nowhere. Apparently, rumor has it his real life fiance Charlotte kind of uh, put the company up uh, against the wall a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I've heard rumors. I don't know if it was like, let him go or I quit or I've even heard like, well, if you know, if, if you don't let him go, I'm setting out WrestleMania. I don't know yeah. what actually was said or done, but they let him go. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of promotional stuff featuring Charlotte was removed. Yes. So that kind of makes something happened. Yeah. And, um, I, I know originally it was supposed to be her and Oscar, wasn't it? For the championship. That's what it was looking like. And I believe, I thought, it, I think it's going in a different direction now. Oscar and Rhea. Oscar and Rhea, yeah. So that, yeah, I mean, she can miss out on the WrestleMania payday. I mean, but good for her for sticking by her man. Well, and that's what, that's led people to thinking, you know, do you think she'll be next to leave? You know, her, her, Papa is an NWA man through and through. Yes, he is. He might have shown up in WWE, and I know Charlotte, that's the only place she's been, but Papa was a uh, territory guy. He wasn't a WWE guy. So I think she is one that could absolutely leave and go to AEW, go to New Japan, go to NWA, go wherever the hell she wants and boost the credibility of that company. I like that you just start calling Ric Flair Papa for some reason. Yeah, Papa Rick. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if she showed up somewhere. I would love it because, honestly, I'm tired of Charlotte and WWE. Well, I think sometimes you need that fresh scenery, right? Yes. You need to be, like, to me, Christian Cage now showing up in AEW is like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is cool. Yep. What's going to happen here? Yeah. And um, here's here's a question I have, though. Does she get to keep the Flair name? I would think so. You think so? Well, damn, I was I was about to say he's Cody, always been. Cody Rhodes wasn't able to keep Rhodes for years. Yeah, but her shoot last name is Flair. It just spelled differently. Well, yeah, and maybe she did, would just have to spell it the original way. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's true. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, she could also F-L-A-R-E, right? Right, yeah. I mean, if she wanted to. Yeah, like, that's true. It's, and I'm, I'm, I assume Charlotte would be out of the question. She should just be Ashley Flair, but yeah, I don't think that would matter. Oh no, no, it wouldn't matter at all because it's it's her, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things like how much and that and this is if she leaves. I'm not, I don't know. I don't even know if wrestling is going to be in her future. To to be honest, I could see her being in movies. Oh yeah, she could be a huge action action star. Yeah, so it is what it is. Who knows? But Andrade has officially left. Uh, that's kind of opened up possibilities of AEW talk. And then of course, Zelina Vega was released mm-hmm. a while back. So that pairing could be reformed. Yep. I mean, here's the thing. Like I, I hate that when everyone gets released, they're like, Oh, they're going to AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But right now, I mean, what else do you got? You got impact, right? You got new Japan and ring of honor, but, but what's the big one? It's AEW. And that's what I'm saying. Like when we talk about money, you know, I television, mean, AEW is the only one that's going to compare. Right. You know, I mean, I, I would love to see Andrade back in New Japan, but I yeah. mean, is is he legitimately going to do that with a his fiance being in America, right? And b his uh, you know financials. You know what right. I mean? Who knows? Yeah. 
So, uh, but at the same time, it's like, what if these one of these companies making them an offer? He's like, okay, yeah, you yeah. Know, money talks always. Yeah. Uh, the Fiend has redebuted in the WWE. I know you're a big uh, you're a big Fiend fan. So I am. What do you think of this look? Uh, it took me a while to warm up to it. I even posted on Twitter like, God, I hope this is a one time thing. Um, but I think I think the lighting kind of was really messing with me. You know, like it, it made it look. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of Ivan Ooze. Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, but then you know, I saw the promo pick for him where he actually has good lighting. I'm like, ooh, that kind of looks badass. Yeah. And um not really sure about the gear just yet. It kind of looks like he stole Roman's Reigns vest and just put it over a shirt, you know? Yeah. Um it's uh it's a little bizarre, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I I I know characters need to grow and they need to advance, but I'm not completely sold on this new look, but at the same time it's the effing fiend, so well, I'm just sitting there thinking like, oh man, twenty twenty two, we're gonna have a hell of a new elite figure. Right. You know, and that's how I kind of view this here's one thing that i i'm curious to know is uh when the fiend comes out for his entrance at mania will the lantern still be the old bray wyatt or will it be the old fiend oh <laughs> that's that's a random little thought but i was like that would be that'd be interesting and that may be exactly what you're thinking because yeah. I mean, he could kind of reinvent his whole look every year he could well and and my thing is like i don't i don't really want him to go the cane route and just have a new look all the time like i know again characters need to grow and adapt and things like that but like i feel like kane's look got worse and worse over the years and not really better Mm -hmm. you know i still think the original look of kane is like the best look he ever had oh yeah i agree and so i I actually like that metal mask he wore briefly in like 2012 oh kind of over yeah the the mask yeah i like almost like a welder's hood that was kind of cool but he didn't he didn't keep that long right but then i and I know we're getting off topic, but Kane was somebody who started bothering me when once he like had his head shaved because he would wear a wig underneath the mask. And I'm like, why don't they just recreate the mask to go over his bald head mm-hmm. and like have the design and everything almost like a luchador mask? Sure. Like or like Ray's mask where he's got the straps in the back. Like why would they like why does he have to have a wig underneath? Because it looks so campy and terrible. Yeah. Like, why does he, why does, because he's wearing the mask, why does he have to have long hair down? Right. So that was one thing that always bothered me about like the newest version of Kane. But as far as the fiend goes, man, like I huge fan of the fiend. I love the fact that he's still got sister Abigail, but he has the mandible claw. Love that. I mean, He's a great character. I don't know if you saw, but they zoomed in on his hands and like he saw the hurt heel gloves. But they're like burn off. They're all burn off. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I yeah. mean, I think bottom line, Bray's a very creative guy. Yes. And I think we we are seeing a new version. And again, that's cool. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we got a lot of movie talk this week. So we're going to score, man. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Breaker and Bay of the Movies. Here. This is all right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? Well, I'll tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. So this is one of the most interesting things, because we had talked about this a while back, and I, I'm going to kind of jump on the topics in a different direction here. But um, So Black Widow, we knew, was supposed to be released in May. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was supposed to be released in May of 2020. Yes. They move it one year to May 2021. 
Um, this has kind of been a, a what killed Disney Plus for me initially. It's not their fault, you know. Obviously, with all the COVID stuff, it's like I want, I subscribe because I want this Marvel stuff. Right. Give it to me. You know, give me what I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, basically, it never it didn't happen for a year. Now, WandaVision's rolled out. Falcon mm-hmm. Winter Soldier's rolled out, which we'll talk about here in a second. But they announced um, Black Widow has now been officially pushed to July. I believe July 9th, they said. But we'll release in theaters and Disney Plus the same day. But on Disney Plus, we'll be under a premium price of $29.99. Okay. As a one-time purchase. But from what I understand, you always have it at that point. Yeah. Um. Kind of a theater at home viewing. This is what you've been asking for. Yes. I I I want, and you know, it's funny, I listened to an episode of Fully Posable the other day where Scott was basically saying the exact opposite. But um I I want the movie theaters to go away. And I want new movies to be immediately able to stream at home. And if it costs a premium price, 30 bucks, whatever. I'm willing to pay for that because $30 is a hell of a lot cheaper than even just taking a single date to a movie theater. Yes. And do you, now, do you think people, and I'm not like throwing this at Scott necessarily, but do you think people are romanticizing the movie theater? I think so. I mean, and here's why I say this. My sister, I told her this. She goes, oh, that's awful. It's going to kill the theaters. Bye. Well, and that, and that's, <laughs> and that's the thing is I think. She and many others romanticize the movie theater. My wife is one that does the same thing. She was like, she keeps telling me like, I can't wait till they open back up, you know, or or until she feels comfortable going. She's like, I love going to the theater. I'm just like, well, it sucks. Yeah, I mean it. You you legit spend upwards to of a hundred dollars to go once you get the snacks and all that crap, and then if you eat beforehand, and then. You go, you sit, you pay all this money to go sit in a theater, which it's nice to have a huge screen that takes up an entire wall to see a movie, but then you have freaking Joe Schmo three rows down who won't shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. You have the teenagers like right down the row from you who are on their cell phone the entire time. You know, you have the baby two rows up that's like crying all of a sudden. And it's just it's a miserable experience. And why experience that when I can stay in my PJs? Pop a like ninety nine cent bag of popcorn and just enjoy it myself. Well, again, I think when when we talk about the movie theater, we don't oftentimes remember the bad part you just explained. Yeah, we think about the oh, getting to go, seeing all the posters, right? The video games, smelling the fresh popcorn, yeah, all that shit. And I think what's happened now is co- we we did an energy shot, right? COVID did COVID kill the theater? Yeah. And I think in, in a way it kind of did. Now, here's here's how I also look at it. If you are this nostalgic about a movie theater, then you are this nostalgic about a video rental place. And there's no way those will ever come back. Right. I mean, I know Steve from PPW has said before he thinks in a nostalgic sense that they possibly could. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I understand that, but the way digital streaming works, I don't know how one could ever come back. No, because I mean, they existed because that's how we got our movies. That was the only way to get them, yes. Yeah. And I mean, now, like, I have a DVD player strictly for the fact that, like, there's home videos and things like that, but it's not hooked up to my TV. You know what I mean? Like, and how many people that are around our age still have a DVD player? Go to Walmart, try to find one. Right. There, I mean, remember it, how big that section used to be? Yeah. Not that many now. It's tiny, tiny, if they even have them anymore. And it is. It's a dead technology, and it's the final form of physical media. 
And it's just one of those things like you have to move on. Mm-hmm. Imagine if like, you know, your, your parents were like, never getting rid of these eight track players. Right. We need to bring eight tracks back. It's like, no. Well, it's like, I've heard people who, who like records. Right. And, and vinyl, vinyls have made a comeback for the nostalgic side of it. But I, and I understand that, but it's like, you can't play that shit in your car. Exactly. And like my, my kid, uh, my goes out and he buys all these records but he never plays them because it's a pain in the ass to play them because a, the speaker's too loud. It annoys the hell out of everybody else in the house. Right. B like you have to worry about like putting the needle in the exact right place or else it'll scratch everything. And it's just, everything about it is like a pain in the ass. It's like, okay, well why don't you just download it on freaking iTunes? They had that, they had that shit on YouTube. Right. I guarantee it. Yeah. Stream it. And you it's, know? it's like, there's no, no reason to waste your money on on stuff like that when it is a dead technology. Right. Not and to mention records. Just for the records' sake, they are like thirty to forty bucks. Right. It's like for an album, f that. Well, I think it's because it's fun to buy. Right. It's fun thing to collect. It's fun thing to oh, I got I got it on vinyl. You know. Right. But it's, it's, it's a, a little thing. pretentious though, if we're being honest. One hundred percent. I mean, without a doubt. So it's one of those things. But I mean, everybody's different. But. Like I said, I, I'm looking at it from just just my perspective. If I wanted to go watch Black Widow in the theater, which if there was a movie I would want to go see, that would be it. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, the movie theaters, that's another thing. They're only open on the weekends now. You, you damn near got a theater screen in your house, though, now, pal. I, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if I were to go to the theater, that's, what, $10, $12? Right. And I'm spending $20 on snack. That's 30 bucks. Right. So I could buy that, and then, like you said, a ninety-nine cent thing of popcorn. Yeah, I mean, Jiffy Pop is like three ninety-nine for a pack of twelve. You yeah. know, I mean, Orville Redenbacher, you sons of bitches. I'm getting some extreme butter action, dude. Uh, there is a Jolly. I think it's like Jolly, Jolly Time Blasto Jolly. butter. Fuck, that is the <laughs> best popcorn. It tastes like movie theater popcorn. And that, right. And that, if you are using popcorn as an argument for why movie theaters should stay open, okay. That is the one upside because even cold movie theater popcorn, it's like, this is pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is I remember the, the last time I ordered popcorn at a movie theater, and I've talked about this before, but me and my dad saw Halloween in 2018, which is crazy. I think mm-hmm. that was that long ago, but they gave us like old popcorn. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, I'm not a complainer by nature, right? but holy shit, we spent 20 bucks on this shit. Right. It should be warm. It should be fresh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come on. But but I bet you still ate the whole damn thing. Gosh dang right. <laughs> yeah. Until, until it was so salty I couldn't eat it right. anymore, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Black Widow on Disney Plus. So I mean I think I'll definitely be going this route. I think um Yeah. I, I mean I, I that's kind of why HBO Max I think is doing so well right now. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, man, HBO Max could could legit be like, Hey, it's an extra ten bucks to watch this movie. Yeah. You know? They I could. Mean, and most people would be like, Okay. But the thing that got you is it's a 30-day window. Right. And so Justice League just came out. Kong and Godzilla, I believe, comes out at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat's in April. So it's like you have to keep subscribed to get both of those. Here's another thing um, that I think people don't really think about is, you know, if they say if they kept movie theaters open and re- kept releasing movies like this, how many people are going to watch it at home and be like, man, I'd love to watch that in the theater? I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do four hours of Justice League. In Not the Justice League, but like you know, a regular. That's a whole. That's a 
miniseries, you know, but like a regular movie that's two and a half hours long, you watch it at home. You've like, sent me to the dark side, Bane. You have to understand, right. I'm not. But I know I'm not going to go watch I, Mortal Kombat I, now I, in theaters. I know there are people who like still enjoy theaters, but would love to watch it at home so they can actually watch it and then yeah. get the full IMAX experience or whatever. And and I do understand that, but when you bring up the crying baby or the dude on the cell yeah. phone. Um, like here's the thing: the theaters. I think yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Vince McMahon. The theaters screwed the theaters. Yes, because for how many years did they not walk up and down those aisles with the flashlight, telling someone, "Hey, get off your phone." They were. Hey, quit talking. They were Never. legitimately a monopoly on everything. Right. I mean, I mean, I know there's different brands, but like that was the only way you could watch a movie was go to the theater. And yeah, I mean, they could make their own rules. And so, unless you're being super disruptive. Just having a crying baby or just being on your cell phone, they're probably not going to get on to you about it. And that's the thing is like I I remember taking my nephew when he was he was just about two to one of the Jurassic World movies when mm-hmm. it came out, and he might not even been two yet. He was just a baby. Yeah. And if he got loud, we walked outside. Of course, him or my dad did. It yeah. wasn't that hard to do. Yeah. And because um, he's a baby, of course. That being said, he was so into the dinosaurs, he he was he was liking it. You right. Know? So. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't that it wasn't that crazy? I don't know. It just it's weird how I think people have romanticized the theater. Yep, I agree. Uh, speaking of that, of course, we got to dive into Justice League: The Snyder Cut. You have been all about this for for a very long time. I honestly have not followed the whole DC movie universe. I felt as though it was kind of an afterthought more recently. Yeah, and uh, like the individual movies weren't bad, but I'm just like as a as a movie series, I'm not as into it as Marvel, but. Everyone was talking about the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut. You, you got to watch Snyder, it, right? Huh? You got to watch it, right? Sure. Yeah. And you were very into it. Sure. And here's what got me. This movie clocked in at four hours and two minutes. Two minutes. Yep. This goes against everything that you are yes. to set through a four-hour film. Yeah, and I did not. <laughs> I set through a two-hour film two nights in a row. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I like, and I had heard initially they were going to do like a four-part miniseries. Yes, but... Which I'm glad they didn't because there was actually like six parts. Yeah. And so that would have been really weird. Yeah. I, well, I was wondering that when they hit part three and I was like, we're only like an hour and a half in. Right. Like, part three is going to be long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, like I I dug the movie. I kind of get more where you're putting over Ben Affleck. He does look like Batman. Yes. I, I'm not going to say he's my favorite, but he does. He did well. He's still my favorite. Now, he, I, he did very well. You know, jury's, jury's up for, uh, you know, what's his face coming up? Patton. Patton Oswald. That's not his name. I don't think he's Spence from King of Queens. <laughs> I'll be honest. So after watching this, I'm kind of disappointed they're redoing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, God damn. Because like, I want to see sequels to this. Well, I from what I understand, though, um, Ben Affleck is showing up in the new Flash movie. Okay. As Batman. So, I mean, technically, realistically, realistically speaking, Batman or Ben Affleck could show up as Batman still. In these Justice League movies. Well, now, is Robert Pattinson 20-year-old Batman and Ben Affleck's 50-year-old Batman? Maybe. I mean, I know Pattinson's older than that, but... Yeah, he still looks like a baby. Yeah, so I kind of wonder if that's what's going to happen here. Yeah, which I I, I want Justice League 2, and that's that's the problem with releasing this Snyder Cut, is it is a long shot for us to be able to get Justice League 2. And so it's kind of like, damn... And I don't want to give away anything that people haven't seen it yet, but I do recommend it. It is a long undertaking of a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on HBO Max, of course, but it was fun, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there are. Um, the, yeah, there's there's plenty of plenty of little Easter eggs that uh, 
could have left things open for sequels and like really cool sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, one seemed very similar to the injustice story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things that could have potentially happened, but yeah, I mean, and then a lot of interesting characters showing up at like Deathstroke. I won't say too much more, but holy yeah, shit, like Martian that, Manhunter. Yeah, I was like, that's not awesome. expecting that. That's super cool. Yeah. So. I'm I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, you know, so I, I dig it. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's Absolutely. it's it's a fun it's a fun fun viewing. Yes, uh, Peacock has officially taken over WWE Network. I signed up. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I think I feel like it's a good deal. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same price, but you get all the NBC stuff like Superstore's on there. Yeah, you always put over Superstore. I need to watch it now. Yeah, and I have the ability to do that, and I think it's fun. And and actually, as we as we record this, um, it's. Last night was the final two episodes of the series. They did like a one-hour special to wrap up the series. So I'm actually really excited to finish that series off. Yeah, for sure. You definitely got to check it out. It's fantastic. So Peacock's a a good streaming service. I did start the new Stay by the Bell. I fell asleep watching it, but it it looks okay. It takes a minute to pick up. Yeah, I'm sure. It really does. I'm sure. I did like the scenes with Zach Morris as as the governor just being like a total... Like doofus. piece of shit. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Like Big Chuck's over there just losing his mind. Oh, I know he is. Um, but the Peacock brand um, obviously takes over the WWE Network. And if you try to get on WWE Network now, basically just says it's on Peacock. Hey, get your ass over to Peacock, you lazy son of a bitch. Yeah. So it's disappointing. Uh, not everything's up there yet, but it is laid out differently. It's a little harder to navigate, I think. However, this is coming under some scrutiny because apparently some edits are happening. Yeah. Um, one of them mostly. Which isn't really shocking to me that uh, they edited Rowdy Roddy Piper at WrestleMania six. Mm-hmm. Of course, that was the uh, you know the infamous Hot Rod or Hot Scott promo. Yeah, where half of his body is black um, before he wrestled Bad News Brown. I remember even then thinking that was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't fully understand what was happening, but I, I didn't was, either. But I was like, why? Why did he paint his body? Like, yeah. yeah, I was confused by it. Yeah, yeah. So. Right there with you. Um, so anyway, they edited the promo and apparently edited the match out of the show completely. So it's not even a part of WrestleMania 6. Yeah, because he wrestled in that. He did. Half blackface too. Yeah, it's... Um, I know some people are like, oh, good, it shouldn't be on there. Some people are like, oh, well, you're erasing history. I, I don't know. I feel like WWE Network did a really good job of just putting up a warning. Uh, before stuff would happen, mm-hmm. like hey, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I know WW or WB has done that with like a lot of the old Looney Tune episodes. Yeah, yeah, like because things don't age well sometimes. Right. What do you think about this? Because like if they're gonna, my thing is if they're editing this, like okay, so are they taking away all Chris Benoit matches? I doubt that, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, he's a murderer. He is a murderer, but like Chris Benoit on screen was not. You know, I mean, he was just a wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I I wouldn't doubt if it's still hard to find Chris Benoit matches like it was on the network. Right. But, you know, if you watch, if you know where he's at, then, I mean, it should probably still be there. However, I could see things like, you know, the brawn panties matches going away, which doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm not Googling that shit, you know, trying to find out where they are. But, Even then. And, you know, that was, we were teenagers, mm-hmm. probably the horniest point of your life. Yeah. Even then, I remember thinking that that was weird. Well, it, I mean. And it, I'm not saying it, that I didn't hate seeing Stacey Keebler and, and it didn't, her thong. It but, didn't bother me. But right. But, like, 
it also wasn't one of those things it, it, where like it wasn't like oh yeah right <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't all I I wasn't like recording it and like yeah. rewinding it and pausing you know what I mean like now I, to be fair if I was sitting front row I was, I, I was snapping pictures well yeah you know what I mean like I. I, I think I have a couple of pictures of Tori Wilson at one of the live events from like when she had one of those brawn panties matches. Because of course a perverted little sixteen year old. Of course. You know? Big underscore bang, that's how we got the name. Damn right. <laughs> but I, I don't know. So like we're, but where where are these edits gonna stop? Where are they gonna continue on to? Like how much do we take away? I mean Do we take away all of Austin's middle fingers? No. Do we take away all his cuss words? I mean, I don't no. know. You know, I think it I think it stops with like the the racial shit and probably the uh dehumanizing of women, you know. Yeah. Like think, Trish barking like a dog and stuff. Yeah. I think that's probably where it stops. I don't I I I mean, if you look at Peacock's stuff, they have plenty of nudity on some of their original content. They have plenty of F-words. I mean, I don't think they're as worried about that as they are the social justice shit you know mm. like like you know i mentioned to you that one one thing that kind of goes under the radar is when uh heart foundation dx and nation of domination were in this like little triple tango like feud and and you know nation of domination went back to their locker room and saw the n-word painted on the on the wall you know that's something that doesn't really get talked about very often but like it was yeah. a, it was a big deal and uh, well that was kind of what their whole group was built upon right and at the time i didn't really understand that totally i well i remember that that episode specifically. And I was like, Holy shit. Like, that's crazy. I think they blurred it out. Like, they did. Yeah. But I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a wild episode. Well, Cause I think DX did it, but well, they, they, they yeah, they blamed, they blamed it on the heart foundation. Yeah. 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 I mean stuff. So stuff like that, but like I was saying off the air, they could have put the nation as pussies. Exactly. Yeah. It's still, you it's have still, to use the N-word. it's still a controversial word, right? It's still where you can bleep out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Didn't have to use that word. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of uh it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. But hopefully, um I mean like I, I think the blackface appearance because there's a blackface um office episode that's been edited out too. You you're talking about the uh it's it was in one of the later episodes, the yeah, like, Belschnickel episode. Yes. Yes. And it was very quick, you know, um which I think that was edited out on Netflix, wasn't it? Like they just showed him kind of like I think so, with but it, I'm sure with it, it is like on, wiped off. I'm sure it is with Peacock too. Well, they say it like, well, they have this one character he wears full blackface, and Stanley's right. like, nope, yeah, not doing it, you yeah. know. And then next thing you see him like wiping it off. Yes, and, but it's like on his neck a little bit, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I don't I don't know, like, but I mean, at the same time, like Ric Flair like forcibly kisses Miss Elizabeth at WrestleMania eight. Is that taken off? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's gonna be weird to see how where that line is and what they cross and stuff. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier has officially debuted on Disney Plus, a six-episode series. Uh, I watched the first episode. I dug it, man. It was awesome. It was really fun. Yeah, I ended up falling asleep through it. The wife really liked it, though. So, I mean, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Dude, it's so hard to stay awake these days, isn't it? I am. I am an old bastard. Nothing. No getting around it. <laughs> There's a drop for once you. It, once it gets uh, to be 8 o'clock, you know, I, I turn into Sleepy Boy Bane. Yeah, it happens for sure. Yeah. Um, well, the new episode will be dropping this week. Of course, we haven't watched that as we record this, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I dig the uh, once-a-week format, man. I think it makes it more fun to... Yeah, you have something to look forward to. Right, more fun to get into. And also, the new Mighty Ducks episode drops. So I think it's cool that same day, two episodes of two different shows. Absolutely. That's the kind of stuff I like. 
Did you see that picture floating around of the original Mighty Ducks guys in their jerseys? No. Yeah, it's uh, damn. A lot of them did not. Uh, they did not age well. I guess it's kind of just like wow. There's a reality slapping you right in the face. Yeah. Well, I hear being a child actor is kind of hard on people. Apparently you know, so. I yeah. Mean, look at Mary Kate and Ashley. They, you know, they ain't as pretty as their sister. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, also, a new documentary floating around on Netflix, The Last Blockbuster. Yes. And uh, apparently it kind of chronicles the last one of the last few Blockbuster stores because there are some still. Yeah. I, of course, I, I heard they went from like 6,000 to like 12. Mm-hmm. So a lot of shut down. Um, it's kind of cool seeing the whole video store. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with theaters, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool seeing how the video store was. It shows the lady and um, she's got like the bin of like, delivery drop-offs mm-hmm. so it used to be all the way out to here like completely overflowed now it's like less than half full oh wow it's crazy to me to think of like would i even go rent a movie now yeah i don't know like i feel like that's just such a weird part of my past yeah i mean it is it is a product of the time you know yeah. Well, like, and you even said, like, a DVD player. Like, number one, you're going to need that. Right. To yeah. even rent it. I mean, you can rent them on, on Voodoo and stuff. Sure. But, like, it's, like, not, it's not the same as going out to the to the video store, renting the movie. This is due back in two days. Yep. Blah, 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 and all that stuff. And I still, and, and this is why I'm curious to watch this, because I still feel like Blockbuster did themselves a huge disservice by, um, not creating their own version of voodoo before voodoo really took off. Well, they did see, I didn't watch all of this. I was, I was dozing off. So I had to turn it off kind of like, kind of like you, right, you. Right. but um, one thing they did say was they had a chance to buy Netflix early on and mm-hmm. they didn't do it. Yeah. And, and they should have. Yeah. That being said, like it was a disc by mail service. Yeah. But at that, at that time that was hot. That was hot as hell. Dude. I remember signing up for that shit. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. You, and there was no late fees, like, but you couldn't rent anymore until you brought that one back or you sent that one back. Well, I remember like, I, I remember initially it was one disc at a time. Mm-hmm. Then I realized like, Oh, if I do two at a time, I get them both in the mail, watch one, send it back, watch the second one, send it back. By the time that Second one, or that first one is back, they send me a third one. Right. So it continues that cycle. Right. Always. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, you know, there's also times where I, like, realize, oh, I've had this Netflix movie for, like, two months. I should probably return that now. Yeah. So it was, it was for the time, that was, and they had such a huge selection. Yes. Yeah. I remember renting, um, like, TV shows on DVD that, that way. That show Lost was real big at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to watch it. And I remember I rented disc one and disc two. Yeah. From the first season, which was awesome. And then I remember watching the first season, like, oh, this is great. And so I'd get like disc three. And, you know, it was, it was really cool how it worked. So it was an amazing service. And of course, once I got to the streaming and all that stuff, it just kind of took over to what it has become now. But right. At that time, I wouldn't have necessarily thought that either. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, man. I feel like Netflix is kind of on the downhill slope. You know, I mean, they are. They've kind of lost a lot of their licenses. They're focused on originals. And a lot of those originals really ain't that good. Indeed. Indeed, we talked about that kind of off the air too, like with Peacock and Hulu and WWE, well, not WWE, but Amazon. Yeah. But HBO Max. It's like, mm-hmm. Do I need Netflix anymore? All right. Peacock has quickly become my favorite uh, streaming service. What I do when I get a streaming service is I go through and be like, all right, what do I want to watch? And Peacock's has a lot that I want to go yes. through. Yes, they really do. So. And 
Um, Amazon is one of those that kind of flies under the radar, which is really unfortunate because they have some, they have a lot of good shows that don't make it past one season because it's easy to forget about Amazon prime video. Right. I don't know. That's a whole nother story. HBO max has all the DC stuff, which is awesome. Yes. uh, And I'm curious to know if any of that stuff is going to come back. I really enjoyed that Harley Quinn cartoon. I think Um, it is. Is it? From what I understand, it is. I, mean, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that, so I'm hoping that does continue. Uh, Titans was a good show. Um, I, mean, I heard Doom Patrol was really good. I didn't really get into that. But. I didn't get into that one too much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of those shows are really good. So, I mean, hopefully they do make a comeback now that they're on HBO Max. I hope so. It, it lists that there is a new season of Titans coming in 2021. Awesome. doesn't say if it's HBO Max. I would assume that it is. But I, I would feel like it'd have to be because there's not another DC app anymore. Right. So hopefully. But yeah, I think that's I think it's cool though. Yeah. Gotta keep them all in one spot. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna score band. We got some toy talk to dive into. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break a remain to a bit of toy talk. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break a remain to a bit of toy talk. All right, well, we got a couple of pieces of uh, toy talk to dive into this week. Big underscore Bane, I sent you on, on Instagram this picture. NECA revealed the uh, Goliath figure from the Gargoyles cartoon. Uh, NECA obviously does amazing work. A lot of people are really putting over this figure. Um, I know you're not a huge NECA guy per se. You seem to be a pretty big Gargoyles fan. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? I um, I really dig these, man. Um, My freaking wingspan is incredible. Yes, that, yeah, those look sick, man. So they they have said that this its shipping looks like July, and um, they plan to do a full line of these. Okay. So I don't know about you, but like to me, like just getting a single Goliath figure, like oh that's cool. But I kind of like if it's if it's just gonna be him, I'm like eh. But if it's a full line, I'm more into it. Yeah, I feel like I would probably need the line. What do you think, though, man? I dig it. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably not going to buy it. No, but um, I, I I think it looks great. Gargoyles is actually a cartoon I've always planned to rewatch on Disney Plus, and I haven't. Yeah, and I don't know if you're that way, but there's. I'm like, oh, I want to watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I want to watch Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. It just Gargoyles was such a serious cartoon, though. I feel like like I did rewatch it, and I it was hard for me to continue watching it because it was like there's not a whole lot of funny parts in it. It's such a serious, dark cartoon. Kind of like X-Men or something? Yeah. And it's it's like, this is good, but it's like, I don't know. When I watch cartoons, I feel like I need to laugh a little bit, you know? You need a little bit of goofy humor. Right. I understand. But, I mean, it's it's different. Yes, it's different. it absolutely is. So, last week, we uh, we dove into the NJPW Okada figure, and I uh, kind of got your thoughts on it. This week, I have here Will Ospreay. This is actually the one figure of the set that I was very willing to pass up on, but I decided to go ahead and do the full first wave. I'm not the biggest Will Ospreay fan, but I thought, well, maybe I should get the whole wave since they're all coming out. Uh, what do you think there, man? Okay. Um, I dig it. He has... What does he got here? Does he have... Does, does he have like one, two, three, four, five... Does he have six sets of hands all together? There's a, that... a bunch of hands. Good. Or is it maybe that's just five and they just displayed them differently, but... Got two heads. I like the fact that his head is actually different. Yep. He's got a freaking sword, which would come in handy if you uh, also want to do a crossover with Ninja Turtles. Um, I'm guessing that. Does he walk out with a sword in Ninja I Japan? think so, yeah. Uh, he's got the Junior Cup 
championship. Is that what that is? Yeah, he's got the uh, the trophy, and then he's also got the uh, junior heavyweight title on. It's underneath his ring jacket there. Okay, man, that's. I mean, I, I'm sure that's that to me is kind of a miss to have the jacket on over the over the title. Like if it was on the pegs or something like that, you wouldn't even right, know. Right, because you don't see it. Yeah. Right. So um, maybe the title should be dis- displayed like over his shoulder or something. Well, or just even kind of similar to how the trophy is to you know displayed, yeah. like just a, a part from yeah. from him. But um, the fact that you know it was online and everybody know knows what you're getting, then it's not a big deal. But yeah, I, I mean, I think the figure looks great. The slipcase is an interesting concept, and Super Seven does this with a lot of their stuff. And you know, initially, I guess I didn't really look at it too like, oh, that's great. But seeing it in person, man, that definitely adds a lot of value to me. Yeah, that it, type of case. But. I I am uh, really appreciative of the fact that the 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 box is pretty moc. You know, and if yeah. you're planning to keep these in here, um, you know, then then that's great. I like on the bottom it says adult collectible, not a toy. Yeah. So you better better not play with these. You figure photo guys. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if they're technically playing with them. I think it's more <laughs> they're setting them up. I yeah. Know. Right. But I mean, it's kind of interesting how toys have become like adult collectibles now. Yeah. They're yeah. not so not so much like toys. I wonder I wonder if elites say that on the bottom of them too. I don't know. I'm actually gonna pick this up and look at it real quick. But yeah, adult adult collectible. I'm not a toy. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I've never seen that on a figure before. I wonder why but I wonder why that language specifically. I don't know. That kind of makes me wonder if they are fragile. Like like they would break? Yeah. And that may be why they put that on there. Maybe. Because it's like, yeah, if you play with this, this will break. Yep. Which, <laughs> which if you're paying what fifty bucks for that figure? Um, yeah, like forty five. I, I would be a little pissed off if I you know pulled well, it hell, out, played with it. Hell yeah, you yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, they look like they're pretty well made, so I don't think they would break. But I think what they're saying is like they're not the durability of like a kid's toy. Where like my nephew is so rough on toys. Yeah. I, it would make me like if he if I got him these, which I I wouldn't obviously, but right. and he's like. <laughs> I'm like, hey, easy. It's like you that know? bootleg turbo man, you know? Exactly. It just falls apart right after you get it out of the box. Exactly. So, anyway, that wraps up our toy talk. Um, what do you say we dive into some uh, some spring skirmish talk? Let's do it. Um, so, we have announced all but two matches. And I know as we record this, spring skirmish has already happened. But we got to touch on these two matches, Breaker. Let's touch on them. Because people need to know. They're they're on the edge of their seat. I know they are. And they need to know. So two matches that we had not mentioned that were going to take place at Spring Skirmish was a tornado tag with Wreck My Podcast and Doing the Favor. Cam and Joe of Wreck My Podcast and uh, Doing the Favor. This is a rematch from last month. And then, of course, now that I'm saying this out loud, I kind of feel like we have to, talked about these. Maybe we have, but I, don't, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember either. It um, all runs together sometimes. It, it, it does. But then we also have uh, the Die Hard Championship, was, which is Big Chuck versus Poetic Profit. I think we have talked about this, but if not, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Big Chuck kind of diving into a new division here. Yes. But, I mean, he's a big, evil, nasty son of a bitch. I feel like this is right up his alley. Yeah, and I can I can guarantee you he ain't, he ain't going to be swinging no bread loaves of Poetic Profit. You know, it's it's going to be hard hitting action, hard hitting action. So, yeah. if you haven't 
gotten a chance to watch Spring Skirmish yet. I'm not going to, uh, we don't need to spoil anything, but, you know, I, I think it would be great for you to watch it, and I think you would really enjoy it. All the matches on this card are amazing. We have the PHPW Championship with Travis Fowler versus Drew Vinsel, the uh, Tag Team Championship Cage Match with High Level Enterprise and Fully Posable, the Die Hard Championship that we just mentioned. And that's our first ever cage match. First ever cage In match. History. And, um, then, of course, we had the Chef Special Battle Royal. Uh, we had Dimitri Alexandrov facing an opponent of Bill Venus's choosing. And then, of course... God, I mean, come on. Right. And then, of course, the Gatekeeper Championship, Dobro versus Aaron Anders. Big opportunity for Dobro. Huge opportunity for Dobro. So, definitely check out Spring Skirmish if you have not. It's going to be a, a hell of a hell of an event. Do we want to talk about what uh, what we're going to be having in April yet? April is our, uh, it's our big event, Breaker. It's our big event. Yeah. It's boss fight. Good old boss fight. And uh, we we have got... So some things have been determined. We just don't know. Like, we know number one contenders. We don't know the champions yet. Well, we will after spring skirmish. Here. Yes. As of this recording, we do. We don't. But by the time this drops, we will. Um, but, um, yeah, some a lot of things are going to be decided for boss fight at spring skirmish. But uh, there are obviously still some slots to fill in that pay-per-view. And we have definitely some things cooking and that I think it will be I think it will be a fun time, especially for things like the tag team championship and um and that. Absolutely. So definitely stay tuned. For sure. And of course we have to dive into some tournament action. We have the Marvel versus DC tournament officially underway. And we did our first matchup, which was a Mar uh, DC matchup. Yes. We had Lobo versus Green Arrow. Um I think Lobo's like more one of my favorite like low key characters. I feel like he's very under the radar. Absolutely, a lot of people don't know him. Yeah. I mean, they do know him, but not he's not the most well known. Yeah, and uh, Green Arrow's kind of on that verge of being more well known, but still kind of underneath. He's kind of kind of a B list. Yeah, but uh, that's the first DC matchup. Big underscore Bane Lobo wins fifty seven percent to forty three percent, moving on to the semifinals. Very close. Very close, but I, I can't really say I'm shocked by that uh, by that matchup there. No, definitely not. So that means we need to move on to the Marvel side, and I'm going to go. We went top left. Let's go bottom right here. Let's Keep do it. Things interesting. So this match will be kind of an X Men battle: Magneto versus Rogue. Oof. I obviously I'm pulling for Rogue. She was a uh, comic book crush of mine sure. back back in the day. And uh, but I, I gotta was it the accent? It was the, it was the everything. I mean, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, cowboy! By God, and um, and of course I'm pulling for her, her, but I gotta think Magneto is gonna take this one, dude. Low key, Magneto is one of my favorite villains. Yeah, dude can control metal. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you're Wolverine, you are effed in the B. Effed in the B. Yeah, uh, you are you are in trouble, my friend. Yeah. So I, I I have a feeling Magneto will take this one. That will, but whoever wins this one will take on the winner of Spider Man and Nightcrawler. Oof! So it's gonna be a tough tournament. Yeah, we'll see who uh, who ends up the victor, Marvel or DC. I really, honestly, couldn't pick. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can predict the finals, but I feel like I can't predict the winner. I don't know, man. See, because on the other other end of the DC bracket, we got Batman and Zatanna. I feel like it'll be Batman and Lobo. Yes. I don't know if you can pick that one either. I feel like it's got to be Batman. It's freaking Lobo, though, bro. Yeah, but Batman has literally has a way to defeat everybody. 
True. I mean, so you you know he's been scouting Lobo since before Lobo even showed up on Earth. Dude, how cool would it be if Lobo was in a movie? I would love it. Dude. I, I If I recall, there was actually talks of him being in a movie, but it never came to fruition. That's some of the issue I've always had with DC is I feel like they focus on like the main ones. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, give us... Give us these characters we've never seen. Give us a Lobo. Well, and I think they're worried what's going to happen with some of these characters is what happened with Steppenwolf. You know what I mean? They, they branched out with Steppenwolf and it's like, who the hell is that? Who's, the, who's that guy? But I'm a pretty big comic book fan. I don't know who the hell he was. Right. But I didn't know Lobo until Injustice. Well, I knew Lobo before that. See, I didn't. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's always a risk when you branch out to these under yeah, characters, you know. For sure. But, uh, you yeah, know, who knows? Anyway, that'll be that'll be our next tournament bracket. So go vote at BBPH nine one eight for either Magneto or Rogue. Yes. All right. Now before we get into our plugs, big underscore Bane, uh, old tier one Travis Fowler. He sent us a little uh, a little audio clip. Okay. And so I'm gonna play it for you right now. Hey guys, it's uh, Travis Fowler, uh, tier one. Uh, before we get to the the main part of this, I just want everyone to know that Tier 1 is ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I know that I've got a big match coming up with uh, Drew Vince on it. I hate to admit this, but uh, Drew is right on one thing. Wendy's fries are the worst. Now, Bane, before you go crazy, like... Wendy's fries are the equivalent of soggy shoestrings that have sat in mud water for days. They take them out of the puddle, throw them in a deep fryer, throw some special quote-unquote sea salt on them because regular salt isn't good enough, and call them fries. And even when they're done, you pick them out, they, they just fall right over. They're just They're flimsy. They're horrible. They're the absolute worst fries in the world. So as much as it hurts me to admit this, Drew, you are right. But know that coming up, you're going to be dropping that title to old Tier 1 because Tier 1 is ready. Wow. You know, quick reminder, uh, Tier 1 I booked the effing shows, so I'd mind your P's and Q's if I were you, pal. I mean, what do you say, soggy shoestrings that are yeah. sitting in mud water? Yeah. I mean, like, that's pretty pretty descriptive. Yeah, and not accurate. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, but, I mean, at the end of that message, the biggest thing we got, I mean, tier one is ready. Yeah, he's get ready to lose. Well, we shall see. <laughs> so, um, But, anyway, we could have a brand new... PHPW champion when all is said and done. Not after that. We'll see see about that there. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? You know, I say we just plug it up. So, of course, if you enjoyed this show, check out our buddies at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Jeff and Scott drop a new show over there every Sunday. Great dudes. An amazing podcast. Really fun listen. Absolutely. Love those guys over there. Yeah, and uh, Scott, of course, has his side project. Drunk Wrestling History. Yes, which is basically him and his buddy Ed just discussing wrestling while, you know, popping the top on a couple of brewskis or some other form of alcohol. Ain't nothing wrong with it. They're not always right, but they are always drunk. Yep. 
then of course uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry. They drop two shows a week. They have they're doing the favor show and DTF does sports. Yep. Uh, great news and a great show. Love talking to those guys over there. Both of them are actually coming up on future episodes of uh, you know it's fake, right? Well, hell yeah. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. So check those out. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. I love that show. Steve's actually a very big uh, VHS guy, so I'm kind of curious. I'd like to get his thoughts on the last blockbuster. Yeah, for sure. He's a big. He's a big movie. He's a big physical media guy. Yeah, and he's talked about that. Like uh, when people bashed Peacock, he's like, "So I got physical media. Can't edit a DVD." And I'm like, "Good point. You can sure scratch the hell out of it, though." Yes, you can. There's a downside <laughs> of it. Yes, there is. A ringside rant with RJ. Check out his show, The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And then, of course, Elite Eight Showdown with old Big Chuck and Tim. Old Big Chuck and Tim. Yeah, I got nothing bad to say about them this week. Really? Yeah. Psych! No, <laughs> <laughs> no they're, they're good guys. They actually they actually kind of put me over on their on their podcast last week. Oh, really? What did yeah. they say? I can't remember. Yeah, I only right. remember the shitty things they say about me. It's Yeah, it's easy to remember the bad stuff. Yeah, but I mean, no, no, they're good guys over there this week. This week, we'll see. This week. This so week. they just released an episode today. It's the best McDonald's seasonal um, item. I don't eat McDonald's, so I'm kind of out on that one. But I'm not a big McDonald's guy either. But like, I, I, there's like the McRib, mm-hmm. the Shamrock Shake. Yeah, I, I've never, I've had the McRib once and I was not a fan. And I'm a huge barbecue guy. That's not my favorite. But, but they also have like the, uh, like a seasonal pie. I can't remember what it is. I think it's pumpkin, like pumpkin spice. Maybe. No, that sounds right. Yeah. The Shamrock Shake's pretty damn good. I've never had that, but, I mean, wouldn't surprise me. What is it, like minty or something? It's a green. I don't know. It's good. Though. Oh, it's just green. It's green flavor? <laughs> well, hell, I don't know. Is it <laughs> minty? I guess. That's, that's, I mean, that sounds like... It's McDonald's. Everything tastes the same. I was going to say, it sounds par for the course for McDonald's. Well, I mean, like, you know, you look at a McDonald's cheeseburger. That doesn't taste like any other type of cheeseburger I've ever had. No, no. It's because I'm pretty sure it's not real meat. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was an interesting topic for sure for Elite Eight Showdown. Uh, Boots to the Face, check out that show. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. Um, so I, I I forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, I was talking to him about the uh, peanut butter bacon burger from Fat Guys. Yes. Because I owe you a back chop. No, you don't. I do. No. I I quickly backed out of that. Um, well, you did, but I was hoping you'd forget that. Uh, but... Um, well, to be fair, and when you I, you specifically said it's good, not great. Right. So you did not say that you didn't like it. Well, touche. You got to you got to work. I have it in writing, people, that he said it's good, not great. So he he's just got to learn to word things. He should have lied and said I hate that shit. Yeah, I guess I could have. Because I mean, realistically speaking, that's a be- pretty bad bet on your part because. I get nothing out of it. Right. I was just so... <laughs> Almost like you uh, giving away a gift card if someone finds a figure. Exactly, yeah. Uh, terrible. I'm terrible at making bets because it's 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 all for you. Um, of course, now that burger, that specific burger, um, you said, well, did you get a Thai style? I said, no, I did not. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Like, I can't... Breaker people out there in podcasting land has the palate of a 12-year-old. So... <laughs> I absolutely do not. <laughs> But I don't expect you to like it even with that, though, is what I'm trying to say. I'm just I'm just messing with you. Um, but well, I'm not a big pineapple guy. Well, that's the thing. It also has it's got pineapple. It's got cilantro. It's got I love um, cilantro. It's got uh, fresh jalapenos. It has. So, um, I, so here's a weird thing. I like the flavor of jalapeno. I don't actually like the pepper. 
Really? The, I'm not a huge fan of like the consistency of peppers. Oh. And that sounds super weird, I know, but it's just something yeah. about that. I'm just like, mm, no. Yeah, and then um, then they also have sriracha uh, on top of the peanut I, butter. I do like sriracha. So it's now, do you it's, put cheese on that? On the bacon burger? Yeah. Yeah, there's cheese on it. See, in mine, I didn't put cheese because I thought, well, that seems weird with peanut butter. Oh, yeah. But so does peanut butter and bacon, I guess. Right. But um, but it's, it, for me, it's a delicious burger. Um, but I will say the last time, though, that I had them, and I don't know if they were just out of the fresh cut jalapenos, but they put pickled jalapenos on there. Oh, no. And it was garbage, you know? I mean, just not that good. So, um, so like I can do like jalapenos when they're mixed. Like if I'm doing like a stir fry, right. I like them in that. Yeah. But it's like, I need just by themselves. I'm like, nah. Yeah. And so but I love the flavor as weird as that seems. And here's the, here's the thing about it is like, it's not an, it's not a once a week burger. I mean, it's oh, like, no. it's, it's going to tear your stomach up. It, it's like literally to eat it fat guys. That is legit. Like once every three months for me. Sure. Because a, the burger is huge. Do you get the spicy fries? Yes, I always oh, get the God, spicy so fries. Good. So good. And but the fry order is big too. And on top of that, it's about twenty bucks for one person. Yeah, it's not cheap. It is not cheap at all. So it's legit like it's a treat to eat there. It is not a weekly basis burger. But um speaking of tells from the estate, he's getting a little bit of heat with me again. Oh snap. This week. <laughs> oh old Drew, they're ranking their Top five bread from restaurants. Oh, okay. Here we go. Drew's number one was Olive Garden. His number one. If you're expecting me to badmouth a effing here's, Olive Garden breadstick, you are in the wrong. Here, you're in the wrong podcast here room. Here is my thing. Olive Garden breadsticks used to be the best in the world. They used to be, but over the years, and maybe it's just ours here in Tulsa, it is garbage trash. Last time I had them, they were good. They like quit putting the seasoning or whatever the cheese or whatever they put on there, the Parmesan, whatever it is that they put they on there. They had it on like when I had it last time. Every time I've gone there, it's not that way. They're like not fresh. They're stale. Really? They are crap. This will, this will kind of... Not matter to anyone, but you go to the like the which one do you go to the the Utica Square? Yeah, that's where I'm, that's where we go. Yeah, but like I've never had a bad experience with that. I mean, here's my thing with Olive Garden. I'm not a huge fan. I'm paying like fifteen dollars for pasta, right? Because pasta is like literally ninety nine cents at the grocery store. Well, it's yeah. just like I get the tour of Italy. It's like eighteen dollars, and it is not that much food. It's not that much food, and that's like the biggest plate they have is that tour of Italy. Right, and it's still not that much. It's food. not that much food, and and like the breadsticks are good. I'm not a salad guy. Again, you I love the, I do love their salad. I will say that is one of my favorite restaurant salads. So for like the most of my life when I'd go there, my sister and my parents love salad. Mm-hmm. So I just wouldn't eat it. Yeah. And one time we had a waiter like, well, you can get soup instead. I'm like, oh, their <laughs> soup is fantastic. Yeah. So that's like I've train- never had their soup. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, if you're a salad guy, it's probably not better than that, I would right. say. But it's it's really good like a like a that's like a wedding soup, I think maybe. I don't know. But yeah. it's really, really good. And like I, I'll dip the breadsticks in that soup. Oh my god! See, 
one thing that I do like about their breadsticks. See, now I, his Olive Garden very likely could have way better bread than well, yours. And that's that's the thing is like it's it's all about. And I'm not, I'm I'm just kidding when I say he's got heat with me, obviously. But like, I, I hope he comes and just kicks your ass. He will. I mean, freaking like PHPW champion, right. bro. That's why. That's why I'm just trying to like let it be known. I'm just kidding, pal. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. We just got cut off. We did get cut off. <laughs> our music. Our studio is knocking by the door. Get out, you stupid sons of <laughs> bitches. Like, it's like the No Holds Barred podcast. Like, oh, time to go. Yeah. Uh, but um, I don't know. Here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Olive Garden, their breadsticks, for me, in my personal experience, has been trash. Now, I believe it was his wife that mentioned uh, Cracker Barrel. Like their uh, their cornbread and breadsticks. See, I'm not a huge fan of that. I love that. That's oh, great. Oh, God. That's not, yeah. not that great at all. I think it's great. I like KFC biscuits better than Cracker Barrel. There is a place here in town that I tried for the first time called, uh, I think it's like Nelson's Buffeteria or something like that. No one outside of here will know what it is, but it is like, it looks like a dump when you walk in there, but holy crap, they got amazing cornbread. Yeah, well, see, what I don't like about um, Cracker Barrel, and this is a, probably a weird thing, everything's cold. Like their bread's cold. See, again, that's never happened to me. <laughs> like, their bread and their butter is always cold. Well, their butter is cold, yeah. And I'm just like, so you, it's like, it's like, it's like hard. I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I've so. never, see, I've never had that happen with me. Charlie's Chicken has amazing rolls, though. They do. They have Ooh. very good rolls. There used to be a Logan's Steakhouse that is shut down. Yes, they used to have amazing rolls. They had rolls amazing too. rolls. Uh, Colton's here in. in I've town. never eaten at Colton's. They have pretty good rolls. Do they? Yeah. I'm trying to think of other. There's a Santa Fe Steakhouse. They have very good bread. I mean, I I feel like personally like with bread, mm-hmm. warm, soft, buttery. Yeah, pretty much all you need. Like my bread, like I like my booty. <laughs> warm and soft. Well, like I I feel I've always I've always felt like ice cream pizza. Like even the worst pizza is not horrible. Give me if you give me freaking Little Caesars five dollar pepperoni, I'm like okay, I can eat this. It's yeah. Oh, the Crazy Bread was another one on their list, and the Crazy Bread's pretty damn good. Freaking a, that is stuff is so good. I I would literally go to Little Caesars right now just for Crazy Bread. Do it. I think I might. <laughs> we're done. We're done with this. S. Do it. Cue the music back up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but I, I I would like to hear that because I uh, well I know that he's uh, talked about Wendy's fries being the worst. Yeah. So uh, the other day, I uh, actually had Wendy's fries, yeah. and it didn't dawn on me until like I left. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. These are bad. And then and, you ate it and, and realized, I, like, wow, I was so wrong. And, well, no, it's not It's not that. <laughs> it's not that I ever thought they were good. I was just like, I think with fries, you just eat them. You don't think. Well, you yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't think. But once you do try to rank them, for me, McDonald's is low on the list of fries. See, I would actually put McDonald's way higher than Wendy's, way higher than Burger King. Burger King's the worst ever. Burger King's just not even on the list. Like, yeah. period. Um, Do their Hershey Sunday pie, though. Oh my god, tasty. I see. I, I don't eat Burger King. Burger King, and McDonald's. I don't eat them. So like stuff like that, I don't know anything about. That that's that they have really. Burger King's got really good onion rings. See, I forget about onion rings. All right. Yeah, onion rings are good. And and I remember that story. I actually told Drew Vinsel this story, but um, Casey Cole, good friend mm-hmm. of ours. Mm-hmm. One time, I can't remember the situation, but. We were going to a movie or something, and he had gotten Burger King drive-through. Yeah, and he asked for onion rings, not fries. Mm-hmm. And they gave him fries, and he was pissed. And I'm like, "It's not a big deal. Yeah. Fries are good." And he goes, "These fries are horrible." Yeah, Sonic fries are trash. Yeah, they are bad. And I was like, "They're, they're not bad." And he's yeah. like, "I would rather eat this bag than eat these fries." Yeah. And ever since then, that's done. I mean, he's like, "Well, Burger King does not have very good fries." Yeah. 
So I guess maybe with fries, you don't have to try as hard. Yeah, I guess not. But, uh, yes, Tales from the Estate. It's a they great get, show. They get in the hard-hitting topics. There. Yeah, yeah they, they talk about some fun stuff. If you haven't checked that show out, I think you would really enjoy it uh, because it, it kind of – it really does make you start thinking about, like, when they talk about do the top five thing, it really does start making you think, like, oh, wait, that's not right. You know? <laughs> well, like, it's like I, uh, I find it funny that you so badly disagree with Olive Garden. Now, granted, Olive Garden's never been my go-to thing, but my family loves well, Olive Garden. Well, it's really the only – like the only real, like it's not real Italian. It's commercialized Italian, but like it's really the only. <laughs> how, how dare you? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really the only Italian place around here. I right. Mean, like we have like some hole in the walls, but like I don't know if you've ever been to those. They are. That's like a step above Simple Simon's. They they well, but like the the hole in the you're right. Olive Garden is yeah. I mean, but like the hole in the walls. Do they make Olive Garden look like a drive through as far as like oh, yeah. prices go? Right. And so it's it's crazy. Well. Uh, all that being said, um, Tales from the Estate's a great show. Great show. Definitely check it out. I've actually been binging a couple of episodes here lately. So, mm-hmm. you know, I fall behind on, podca- on podcasts very regularly. But yeah. uh, it's it's one of my favorite go-tos, man. Listen to them at one and a half speed. You'll get right through them. Easy 45-minute listen. <laughs> Their show's not even that long. It's not. <laughs> but for them, it's like an easy 20-minute listen. There it is. It's nice. Minute. I've tried to do that, man. It feels so weird because they're talking so fast. You get used to it because I remember there was one episode. I think it was one of the Elite Eight showdowns where I was trying to like really hear what he just said, and I slowed it down, and I forgot to turn it back on. I was like, God, they talk slow. <laughs> but it's just because I got used to the, the one and a half speed. Yeah. Um, wrecked my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Of course, mm-hmm. Jordan Zeilinger, you know, came up a little short in the LPHPW, you know, tournament. Not yep. tournament, the match. but Yep. So we'll see. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he's got some uh, some stuff up his sleeve. I just saw they released an episode on the Z- on the Snyder Cut already, and I, I listened to that. They got a uh, uh, Joe Gennaro on there. Oh, nice from yeah. Comic Book Rundown. Yes. Yeah, he's a cool guy. So um, I finally listened to their Blank Check episode. Yeah, I found that to be very interesting. That they they really focused in on that kiss at the end. Yes, which uh, again I always go back to at that time that didn't seem weird. Right. Now that I look at it, I'm like, wow, that's super weird. But would it have been weird if it was an old man and the main character was a little girl? Super weird. Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. But the fact that it was a boy, it's like, boy. Well, because he was Go in love with her. He was essentially in love with her. Right. I mean, and you can say what you want to. Like, I'm pretty sure the FBI doesn't condone, you know, dates with 11-year-olds. Hell no. Just to get information on this criminal. Hell no. But, like, but roles reversed. Even if the girl was in love with the guy, it would still be really weird. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it being it being the 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 kid who's a boy, it's like it's wasn't a big deal. Yeah, so very very strange. Absolutely. But uh, right, my podcast, one of my favorites, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds, who just recently moved. So congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, he's over in uh, Nashville, right? Yeah, in, like the Tennessee area. Hell so yeah, I think, I think it's fun. And then of course, uh, Jason Wolf, the art of Jason Wolf, who um, who's recently was the most recent guest on. You know, it's fake, right? His new show, Howlin' with the Wolf, is a lot of fun. Definitely. And uh, have you seen the Who figure he's doing? Yes. What do you think about that? I thought it was pretty good. That's that's a fun one. Like yeah. that's a super like interest. That's like you're driving into the obscure, and I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, give give me Mantar next, brother. <laughs> With the head. Yes. With the giant head. Yes. And of course, uh, check out uh, Grapple Holden to be the man. If you like wrestling comic books, you can find both those on Amazon. To be the man's also on Comicsology. Um, and then of course our side projects. Uh, you know, it's fake, right? Which uh, just recently had 
like I said, Jason Wolf on. And then this coming uh, Monday, Simon Gotch is my guest. Hell yeah. It's going to be kind of a supersized episode, but that's coming up. I think it'll be it'll be different than anyone's expecting. Very open, very honest. It's going to be a very in-depth interview yeah. about a lot of things in his career that I think that I was kind of surprised he talked about, but he did. And so it went a little longer than I normally go, but I think people will enjoy it. It kind of goes uh kind of goes in depth. And uh, so then I got to ask now, anything on the news front with old Bill Benis? Well, um, he apparently wants to get together for an April Fool's Day episode. Um, I have no intention of doing that. Of course not. Because I'm just so done with him right now. Dude, I can't stand that guy. But Just, um, just leave him. It's like... You know, good riddance. Yeah, absolutely good riddance. I mean, I'm just the way he's handled this I mean, whole April thing. Fool's Day is like the Bill Benis like national holiday. He's the right, best fool I know. Right, but the way he's handled this whole thing with PHBW has just been atrocious. So it's been awful. I I am legitimately just done with the guy at the moment. So, um, no no word on that show just yet. Gotcha. Well, see you, Bill Benis. See you never. Yeah. And then, of course, you can check out all of Bane's music over on Apple, Spotify, wherever you stream your tunes. Absolutely. Check them all out. Absolutely. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. we got four tiers available. In fact, we're kind of changing things up. So if you were a previous patron, check out the tiers now. They may be a little bit different for you. Absolutely. And coming in April, you're going to get uh, a new uh, specialty podcast from me, kind of diving into retro gaming. I haven't done it in a little while, but... I believe it'll be at the $5 tier and up. So that's how you get it. Yes. You can also check out uh, some new videos, some new PHPW stuff, all kinds of good stuff there over at patreon.com forward slash BBPH. Yes. All, uh, also, too, uh, Average Panda Gear, Outsiders Beard Co. Any news there? No news on Average Panda Gear, but uh, with Outsiders Beard Co., it is officially springtime, you dinguses. And spring scents are up. Oh, boy. Yes. So winter is gone, and we got spring. Uh, so breakfast pastry Oh boy, is back in action, as well as everybody's favorite, bullseye. Bullseye is one of my, one of my go-tos. Yes. Um, now, with that being said, um, I am going to try to create. I, I've gotten a few uh, little scents in, in the old male ski recently. So I'm going to, I'm trying to work on uh, something that has a little bit of a honeysuckle in it. Honeysuckle. Yeah. I figured that would, that would be an interesting choice for, um, you know, if I can make that work, then we might put something up there like that. Interesting. So yeah, we'll see. But right now, yeah, the, uh, the original blend is always up as always. And then of course we got uh, the new breakfast pastry and bullseye. So Boom. check it out. Definitely. And you get all of our t-shirts over at pro wrestling forward slash Brian breaker bbph.redbubble.com watermaneuver.net search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour Big Underscore Bane also has a t-shirt store there in fact we are probably going to start working on our new shirt very very soon yes we won't tell what it is yet it was an idea from Travis Fowler and let me tell you it's a good one old tier one gave us a tier one idea yes he did it's it's a good one so we're probably going to have Jason Wolf work on that it's it's going to be a fun one I think it will be very reminiscent of the summertime yes so I think uh, I'm excited about that He's got a birthday coming up. He does. Yes. April 1st. I think him and uh, Dobro share a birthday. Travis Fowler. Yes. So his birthday's on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if people are like, happy birthday, 
April Fools! <laughs> yeah. I don't wish you one. That would be such a mean thing. To that do. would be such. A, I'm surprised that's. Ha- I, I'm. I would be surprised if that hasn't happened. To him. Yeah, it probably has. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah, Dobro's got a birthday coming up. Yeah, I'm sure you saw he actually had a picture with his belt. Yes, that he got. I think I believe you and I both contributed to that. Yep, that um, was uh, set up by uh, Sammy Evans, I believe. Yeah. So cool stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Tier One's birthday's coming up. Yes. Yeah, so uh, big big birthday shout out to both those cats. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, anything else you want to add, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? Good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.